Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, Life's Multiverse. I'm absolutely thrilled that you've tuned in, and I promise, even if this podcast adds a very subtle change to your life, I'll be over the moon. Think of this podcast as my personal diary, but with a twist. It's not just storytelling, it's more like life lessons and things I've learned throughout the 30 years that I've lived here so far. And it's been a roller coaster and still going. So trust me, you're not gonna be disappointed. Because the lessons that I've learned are definitely more than I can count. And I trust that each of us has their individual experience with life, but I believe that my own experience will add up at least something new to your toolbox so you can make use of it whenever you want. So you gotta buckle up because we're gonna dive deep in a multiverse of topics from health and fitness to mental health, to physics, astronomy, quantum mechanics, aliens, AI, computer science, and anything you can think of, like from the gym to the kitchen to the universe. So expect everything and stay tuned for that. But the most important purpose of this podcast is connecting with people, because at the end, we are social creatures and we only thrive in groups and with other people so without your engagement and without your interaction it will all be meaningless therefore i really look forward to hearing from you all listeners and even even if you are just listening to this podcast this means the word to me so thank you And now, without further ado, let's kick things off with the first topic. From Syria to success. And how I dodged a bomb. Yes, you heard that right. I did dodge a bomb. But I'll get to that in a minute. First, let's give you some context. Oh, and I'm Albert, by the way. And I was born and raised in Syria. I spent there my whole childhood, teenage years, and early adulthood. And not many people know how was it like really to live there. But I can tell you, like, for the most part, uh, before it was pretty normal. I had, like, relatively, quote-unquote, normal childhood. I mean, let's leave that to another episode. But for now, let's assume it's normal. And later on, things uh, drastically changed after the war. Like, as you, as you know, we had a war in Syria starting like 2010, I guess, 2011. And it affected my hometown, Aleppo, by the year of 2012. So it's been like 11 years ago. And at this point, point at this moment everything has changed the life that we used to was completely different 
we woke up one day in a completely different world and the war was the headline of that word for the upcoming many years and it was very difficult and challenging the levels of scarcity that we lived in was unimaginable from electricity blackouts to water cutoffs to food scarcity it was really brutal conditions that we had to go through and and make it on top of all that we had like bombshells and engagements uh, combats going on not far away from the city like few kilometers and inside the city like not far away from my home just few kilometers away and it was really tragic because i even had many of my friends and people i knew died as a result of that which was like very unfortunate and all the people all the, all the other people that went through it like for me are survivors and shout out to everyone who was there and knows what i mean and what i'm saying because what they went through is beyond any modern human imagination but anyway i had to continue my study and i was studying at the university as a computer uh, software engineer i was in the faculty of computer science and uh, even though like we had we had tough times with the study there because universities uh, halted for some time and then resumed but they had to even uh, in the midst of the combats and uh, bombshells so one day i was coming back home from the university and ju- i just saw a bomb dropped in front of me like maybe 10 meters away and i froze i thought like this is the end i i will just die and luckily or like in a miracle the bomb just didn't explode i saw it hitting the ground and bouncing back it like the sound of the bomb hitting the ground was so loud that i thought it exploded but it didn't explode it was just the hit and from that moment i was like i i have a new life now like it was unbelievable and this is how i dodged that bomb so the bomb actually dodged me because it refused to explode but at this moment like after that event i realized that nothing really matters in life i mean everything you know and everything you have experienced could be taken away from you in just a blink of an eye and looking back at all these events now in a retrospect i really wonder like how like how did we get me and the other people who were also going through that how did we get the emotional like the mental toughness and resilience that enabled us to go through these very stressful events 
this is really fascinating. But what I think, and one of my theories is that solidarity in, this, in these times between people and the unity that we were experiencing between each other, the social support, it all helped. It all made it possible for, for each one of us to get unlimited amounts of resilience. It all helped us to get the power to push through this tough period. It's still tough and I believe that all of us who lived through that have still have baggage till this day, but the feeling that we are all in this together, like we are all the same and we are going through that, has made it a tiny bit easier for us and made it even possible to handle. Otherwise, it is just brutal. Not to mention all the other responsibilities that dropped on our shoulders, like, for example, bringing water to the apartment. I mean, we never thought that this would be a Sunday evening activity. And on top of all of that, the country was suffering from a hyperinflation, which raised poverty to historical levels. So everyone out of the sudden was poor, like just overnight. I mean, not only overnight, but it was worsening over every night. And the purchasing power was decreasing in every day until like we could barely buy bread maybe. And things stayed like that for multiple years after. And because of that, I had to find a job in order to support myself and cover my expenses because my father stopped working as uh, his workplace was bombed as well and flattened to the ground, which is not very good. So I started working as a software engineer and later on I also started doing some graphic design freelance on the side. So I had to do like two jobs aside from my study, which you can guess it didn't work because I kept juggling like a circus clown, but I dropped the balls at the end and I couldn't make it with the university. I couldn't finish my study because later on um, there was the time where I was called to the military, to the draft. And I obviously, it was not my objective in life to serve in the military or to participate in the war. So I had to flee from the country. And uh, things were very fast and very like urgent that I had to leave the country without knowing where to go and I quickly figured out that I can go to the neighboring country Lebanon so I booked the trip by land without much money in my pocket and without even knowing where I'm gonna sleep there I just had to flee so I went there in one day and my friend told me about one guy of his friends that could host me. I didn't know that guy, but I said, okay, because I had no other options. Like I'll sleep in the street otherwise. So I spent there a week 
and luckily the guy was nice so I enjoyed uh, the staying until also it was unexpected that his family came unexpectedly and he asked me to leave so he said it will be temporary but it was like at midnight like he said like could you please leave <laughs> and that was very funny because i had nowhere to go at midnight like it was time to sleep almost but where to sleep so i started i opened my contact list not too many of them in Lebanon, but I started calling them one by one, asking who could host me and accept the turndowns. Until uh, some very nice guys from my friends accepted to host me there. So I went there and stayed for that night. Uh, we were three guys in one small room, dormitory. But I was very grateful for that. And uh, they are still my close friends till this day, so shout out to them. And meanwhile, I was able to find a job uh, in tech in my domain as a software developer there in Lebanon and uh, start and have a fresh start, basically. But wait, this was not the end. <laughs> like, this was maybe just the start because few months after uh, the company I started working for went bankrupt they they did that silently but we only knew on the payday so the payday came and they said well we don't have enough money to pay your salaries but we promised to do that in the next month I was very uh, shocked but at the same time helpless because i was new in the in the country i didn't have much connections and i didn't know what to do i trusted them and and they knew that as well like i thought they it's not possible that they will let me down also they were promising that they are working on my legal papers and uh, providing with my work permit so i waited for the next month and the month after and you guessed it, they never paid. And they also bailed on my paperwork and work permit. So I entered the illegal uh, state, which was borderline impossible to fix it at this point because of their delays. So I was in a very, very unfortunate situation, illegally staying in the country without, with, a, with a job, but this job is not paying me. So it's like, uh, I don't know how to call it, but you can call it everything but a job. And I was very confused. So I rushed to find another job I was ready to accept any job that could got offered to me, but which I found, I found, but the options were very limited because I also had a special condition that I'm a foreigner and I'm, I have an illegal stay in the country. So they had to accept that. So I had to go with the first option I saw, which was not great at all. I joined a company and and ironically, like the previous company, I told them that I'm leaving uh, because of urgent matters. And I gave them only four days of notice period. 
and they were mad at me like how like this is unprofessional how can you do that only four days and I was like guys you're not paying me for three months and I am literally I was literally broke at that time my financial situation was devastated like like I couldn't afford uh, I could barely afford food I had to borrow money from my friends to pay my rent and when my friends needed the money I had to borrow from another friend to pay back the other friend it was a complete madness so and they were mad because I only gave them four days notice period yeah it's like how dare I right so I left that company and joined uh, quickly the other company because I also had to work for a full month before before getting paid and in the first month like things were looking fine and later on they found that I'm really good in what I'm doing and they started increasing responsibilities on me very quickly that I was overwhelmed like very overworked overwhelmed stress uh all day working over hours without without getting paid and i was in a weak spot because i am illegal and and it was a very tough situation i tried to quit uh i tried to quit but they they really tried hard to hold on to me and they raised my salary but it was like minuscule raise but I stayed I mean that was not the smartest decision of my life so if you want to take a lesson from that like when you're in a bad situation don't settle don't settle for any any like agreement because things will get back again they promised that they will ease down the pressure and they will increase my salary but the pressure was not eased by anyhow and the salary increment came to be very uh, minimal and that was disappointing so but luckily shortly after I got another offer uh, to a job to work remotely for a company in Dubai located in Dubai so I took that offer without without second thought and I started working for them and at this point things worked well for just a for a short time I would say but I will leave this story for another episode like there was a disaster but I I think that uh, it's enough disasters for this episode <laughs> so we're gonna cover it later but at this point I, I was like uh, working officially as a senior front-end developer and I was happy with my job and with what I'm doing where I was in the age of 26 at that time and I was like pretty satisfied with where I'm at at that moment so after sharing all this about me in this episode like first of all thank you so much if you're still here and you're still listening I really appreciate that and I wanted like to share my opinion and my takeaways from my story that I mentioned before so the first the first thing that I want to highlight is how to embrace resilience because life can throw us curveballs when we least expect them 
And uh, it's during these moments that resilience becomes our greatest ally. You will remember that resilience isn't about avoiding difficulties. It's about facing them head on, learning from them and emerging stronger. Embrace resilience as your secret weapon in the face of adversity. And that was like the main thing that I've learned from this tough period. Another thing I learned is how to adapt and thrive because change is a constant companion in our journey. And whether it's adapting to new environments, career or challenges, the ability to adapt is like really a superpower and we should not underestimate it. It's not about resisting change, but rather about using that change for our personal growth. So as you go about your day, I encourage you to reflect on these takeaways and consider how they apply to your own unique journey. And please don't hesitate to share with me your own experiences to give me feedback and to just communicate with me because uh, this is what really matters. So as you can tell, this episode was like more of an introduction about me, what uh, events shaped my life in my early adulthood. And later on, we are gonna keep diving into the multiverse and exploring like different variety of topics uh, among my interests definitely but I am sure that we will find some common ground and you will find them very interesting even if you are not familiar with some topics I'm sure it will be a memorable aha moment for you and it might open a door for a new domain for you like for example quantum mechanics or chess or or anything that we are gonna uh, talk about later. So please stay tuned and see you soon.